0: Date is Friday, March 4th, and you're listening to Entertain This, a thought-provoking podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. On this episode, we're talking about everyone's favorite guilty pleasure, reality TV. We know it's bad, and yet we can't seem to stop watching the antics and personality clashes that make these shows so dramatic. Join us as we reminisce on some of the classics and talk about what's hot right now. Enjoy!
1: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the only show on the internet encapsulating all things entertainment back at again with the deep voice it's entertain this entertain this his throat's all recovered so in case you were joined in on our live when I said the naughty word that's what I said it for I was celebrating (laughs) (laughs) that his deep voice was back.
2: Yeah, it's it's nice to not be all like light and raspy anymore. I like it. I like how's, my
1: voice. How's the arm? You still got it tied up?
2: Yeah, I'm supposed to, but I, I don't know. The desk works. I don't know if we ever <laughs> talked about
1: what happened, but you were no. you were doing big gains.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to the gym to get my my mass on to call cu- i was cultivating mass <laughs> he, uh, he was
1: going to sunday mass if you know what i'm saying yep i was to praise, the,
2: pra- praise be to uh broden uh church of the bros um <laughs> <laughs> and uh i was benching a little bit too big for my britches uh on the last rep of the last set i felt all of the different little muscle groups in my my right pectoralis major here just go boink 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 and it just completely popped tore from the like shoulder a, like and... a looney
1: tunes piano he tore
2: yep <laughs> ouch <laughs> and now i'm broken and fixed broken. uh so surgery was good i'm just now in the recovery period where now i can't do anything meaningful with my right arm for 12 to 18 weeks which is those, wonderful
1: for those of you listening back on the podcast that will have meant nothing to you everything probably got delivered at the exact same time it usually would have maybe the order's a bit out but we've been doing a lot of like back so that it all works out long haul and so that he got his ample rest time.
2: Yeah, I was also on a lot of really strong pain meds post surgery. On
1: on some episodes you were still on those meds. You were just goggly and know your way through. <laughs>
2: <laughs> doing his best. Yeah, that's been I'm I'm off of them now though. I'm good. I'm clean.
1: You heard it here uh, first folks. Michael's off his meds.
2: Yep. Michael's clean now So that's gonna make for a uh, more entertaining podcast If I say so
1: That wasn't my planned cold open um, But it was a good talking point yeah. Now on now on to the planned cold open Because I want to talk to you guys about it
0: <laughs> I've, I've
1: started Sorry I've started taking the cold open Kind of like like what a cold open is In like a daily show or like a nightly show Where like they talk about the like Recent news and stuff And there's a bunch of news to talk about And there's yeah. stuff that like we just shouldn't talk about because it's not the correct platform to speak on it all i can say is you know uh, in regards to what i am referring to pray for the people of ukraine and we hope Mm -hmm. that all uh ends well over there and is uh peacefully dealt with um but in american news keeping my nose in our own business donald trump's back again in the news
2: Okay. You oh guys boy.
1: remember long long ago when he was doing all the tweeting and he was like famous as the president who tweets and then Twitter was like how about you be famous for the president who got kicked the fuck off Twitter? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is post presidency. Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, he uh he decided he's going to start his own Twitter. Um, are you guys familiar with this yes, story? Yes, I
2: have <laughs> heard this.
1: <laughs> his new Twitter is called Truth. Mhm. Um and I felt Ooh. it only right. Oh dear! That I would explore it and give it a chance.
0: Um, so you're on truth. truth
1: I am. And so I made. I I personally made a truth account, <laughs> and I did get Ale- at Alexander Steele. So that felt cool. But when okay. I realized that I could get that, I started getting other things. So I also got at Alamo Draft House, which is a movie theater chain. <laughs> uh, so they'll have to pay out if they want that. And I also got at Game Grumps. So <laughs> if the Game Grumps want to jump on Truth, they're going to have to go through me because <laughs> I got their oh username. My God. Can you be at Fox News? Oh, Can you check if that's I'm sure open? someone took at Fox News. But oh, yeah. a number of uh, other, we'll call them freedom fighters, have also joined Truth. <laughs> taking, oh, they're
0: fighting freedom. Taking for sure. usernames, <laughs> taking usernames
1: nice. such as Walmart um, and nice. not the official Walmart, but. Somebody claimed the username Walmart and is tweeting shit like Walmart loves the gays, like Walmart LGBTQ, like all stuff that Walmart would approve of. But on this platform, they're getting absolutely roasted. A bunch of Republicans <laughs> Jeez. Who, are, who are stupid are like, Whoa, we hate Walmart. We never shopping at Walmart again. <laughs> um, so that's hilarious. All in That's all, where I
0: see all of them.
1: Here's here's the last thing <laughs> I'll say about. Walmart. <laughs> here's the last thing I'll say about truth, and then we'll be done with it. Um, I signed up for three accounts, one for Alamo Draft House, mm-hmm. which I which I own, one for Game Grumps, which I also own, and then one that was just my personal account. They all were created, but I didn't actually get any of them because currently it's a waitlist to get into a social media site. What? Now. Yeah, you're a programmer, so how does that apparently (laughs) they put you on a wait list now if you try to sign up because they can't handle the number of people who want to join.
0: Can I say it? They can't handle the truth?
2: Oof. Well, you said it. (laughs) Um joke. I don't know. And you're right. Not very good at this. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. Like that'd be tough, but there's fucking ways to do it. Yeah.
0: Like, oh donnie just doesn't want to pay up you yeah, know like, the bandwidth
2: he what honestly what it probably is is he probably doesn't want to have to use like amazon or like any other partnerships mm. that would require him to be like like we're gonna put all this because this is what happened to that older uh Parler. social media so- yeah yeah this is what happened to parlor is <laughs> parlor was using amazon like aws and aws is like cool you're using our products for a usage that we don't approve of cool you're shut down yeah. And they shut off their entire website. So that's probably so, what truth is like avoiding.
1: So truth is on personal servers being paid for by Donald Trump and he has run out of room on those servers. So yep. you couldn't <laughs> sign up for a truth account right now if you wanted to. You can like reserve your username. You cannot get in the site. And that is chef's kiss. I will say I also tried for a couple of other usernames that I didn't get. I tried to get at Ted Cruz. I thought that would have been fucking hilarious. Uh, That's funny. Would have been really good. I tried to get at Subway. I wanted to eat fresh and represent. That one was taken. (laughs) Tried to get at Target classic. Uh, I felt like I could represent them pretty well. (laughs) Sure. Uh, But I guess that didn't work out.
2: Oh, my God. Could you imagine like being on like the Target, uh, like you being the Target account? (laughs) With the name, like, The Red Menace on a fucking right-wing social media.
1: (laughs) At Target, and then my name would have been The Red Menace. And it would have been, oh, Oh, chef's kiss, incredible. (laughs) The point is, if you don't have a truth account, don't let the fact that Donald Trump is the one who's sponsoring it stop you from signing up and torturing people who actually want to use it. Because they're not going (laughs) to use it for good reason, and for that reason... You will be a a revolutionary uh, revolutionist. Is that correct?
0: Sure, revolutionary. Yeah. yeah,
1: thank you. You'll be a you'll be what Nick said if you sign up for truth and use it for evil. <laughs> so please do that. Now onto the show. Hi. Can
0: you find entertain this on truth? <laughs> be honest.
1: No, I didn't <laughs> sign I did not sign up entertain this on truth, which now yeah, that I said that um, I probably should because somebody else will. <laughs> i love this
0: there who knows
1: at this All point right. i'm i'm taking usernames to protect them from actually becoming truth profiles
0: there you go that's a good way to do it it won't be around for very long no
1: it's no you know it's probably it's not done.
0: <laughs> anyways michael you have something to talk about or
2: uh boy howdy do i boy uh, <laughs> howdy <laughs> and so on Yeah, y'all y'all ready for this? <laughs> uh, uh, right? uh, yeah. Hi, we're gonna be talking about a genre of TV shows. Uh, I've not talked about anything other than video games for a while. Uh, so branching out into the realm of TV shows. Uh, okay. Uh it's kind of came off the back of uh Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, this was the day after I had my surgery. Yeah. And I was all sorts of doped up on meds. Mm. Uh, And so I ended up sitting at home for Valentine's Day with my fiance, Jade, watching uh, reality uh, dating shows. So if we couldn't celebrate our love, we could watch celebrate some other people's random fake love.
1: It is a little (laughs) depressing that you (laughs) that you instead of finding a way to celebrate your love was like reality shows
2: i wish i could have but i was glued to our recliner and i physically couldn't move awesome like it was one of those things like jade had to like point my head in the direction of the tv (laughs) (laughs) ain't that america glad you're doing better now (laughs) oh my god so am i um uh but yeah so we're gonna be talking about reality tv shows not just the dating variety but dating or reality shows as a whole because the more and more that i dove into the subject the more i found stuff that just intrigued me and brought back nostalgia like from the bygone days of watching vh1 because nothing else would be on cartoon network nickelodeon or (laughs) espn so i'd find like the most random reality tv shows on there which were all incredible
1: you'll probably get into it and if you don't then feel free to you know question me about it later but reality tv show isn't dead it's only migrated onto like streaming platforms and stuff nowadays there are plenty of things on streaming platforms that will fill that weird feeling within you to see other people make fools of themselves
2: (laughs) yeah absolutely it's like even even still like reality tv is still technically like the most popular forms one of the most popular forms of tv like outside of just like what we can access on social media now like
1: because We are it, reality so, TV. Yeah, like at this so, point. social
2: media as like as it is is a form of like reality entertainment.
1: I don't like Kanye West. I don't know much about Kim Kardashian, but I know everything about Kanye West and Kim Kardashian.
2: As much as you don't want to, <laughs> it gets there.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: So, so let's just
2: start off with like, cause I think a lot of people who would listen to this will probably already know like what reality TV is. But just in case someone doesn't, like you just might be wondering, like, I, I get reality, I get the television part. How do those two mix together? Well, the whole the whole genre of reality TV is this idea of recording people in these quote unquote unscripted moments and turning that out for some form of entertainment. A lot of shows like this would be things like. Big Brother, Judge Judy or Survivor uh, shows like that. A lot of stuff that you can even find on like your PBS channels or your 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 channels under the tens where you get all that free cable access. I like Um, that all
1: of the American reality TV shows could also be names of Japanese anime. Like, Big yeah. Boova, Judge Judy, Survivor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean like the, the uwu voice? Yeah.
2: <laughs> ooh, Survivor uwu.
1: <laughs> because basically, if you were to replace the main uh, host in any of those with some sort of an animated furry creature, and then made any contestant in any of those shows, like Japanese high schoolers, then you've created a Japanese anime. Yeah. Like basically. Survivor, except you know the challenges are issued by a demon, and the <laughs> players are all Japanese school kids. That's probably already an anime.
2: Yeah, basically.
0: And if You're it, describing a Japanese game show, and I like those. Yeah, actually sat down. No, and watched Japanese
1: one. game shows are different because they have game shows where it's like there's an entire room here, and one thing is in here is chocolate. Find it and eat it, and then they go around chewing on stuff. <laughs>
2: that's a japanese games
1: show (laughs) well the thing is is like
2: all those are still technically fall under the genre of reality tv
1: like Uh, like one of my
2: my favorite shows growing up uh that like i think got me super used to like the uh the subtitled japanese or like the dubbed japanese like situation was Mm -hmm. a show called most extreme elimination challenge or mxc do either of you two remember that show? I think it was on uh VH1 or MTV, but it was basically this Japanese game show that uh it was originally called in Japan it's called Takeshi's Challenge or Takeshi's Castle. And a lot of this game is like where you have people competing on a like uh ninja warrior-esque course. And it's all like just regular ass people they pulled off the street. And it's just <laughs> them failing. Over and over and over again. If you go and watch like the original show, like with it dubbed or with it like subbed out, like it's all right. It's mostly just people going, like, Hi, my name is this and I'm going to do my best. Uh, and then they <laughs> just John like Knoxville two steps What's in, in and just like <laughs> falling face first into <laughs> I pavement. Want a
1: super kind of that! <laughs> Hi, my name is Bradley and I'm very strong. <laughs> 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 That's basically it. Except
2: most extreme elimination challenge took all of the footage and then redubbed over all of it uh with comedy so it'd be like hi my name's ass liquor 5000 and i like to eat turtles and then Classic it's then comedy yeah i don't <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> and it's like
0: it reminds me of america's funniest home I videos you need- guys ever watch that
1: yes yes yes
0: yes <laughs> just like people getting hurt doing I, dumb shit. hi my
1: name is bozo the clown and i wasn't even supposed to be here today
2: Then <laughs> you, see, you see bozo jump across a flaming wheel of fire and then just falls face first just onto it yeah see comedy this sucks <laughs> <laughs> it's slapstick right we all like that. Yeah, yeah yeah it's it's slapstick comedy but then they just add the element of like the bad dubbing on top of it which is just like the cherry on top and it's wonderful. Um uh, it's great. But yeah, so in in looking into like reality TV, um, I had always it's one of those things where it's like you look at a show and you're like, yeah, I guess that's reality TV. Oh, I guess that's reality TV. But then like there's like actual subgenres that people have defined and like placed these shows into categories for. So you got like what is probably the most popular, which is like the soap opera style. This is gonna be like the OC, The Hills, or Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Pretty much in like all of these shows, it's just like upper middle class stuff, complete upper class like white girls just like with the the valley girl accent. It's like, hi, what's going on? What's up? I'm, like, <laughs> Can I tell you something
0: right off the bat? Yeah. Um I actively avoid pretty audio yeah. shows.
2: <laughs> it's you
0: probably I would imagine like most people would. <laughs> it's that's past, present and hopefully not future, but you have to convince me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and uh, so like the the big thing with those is that like they're shot in like these super cinematic styles. It's meant to create like be like elevate every little bit of drama. It's like karen didn't come to little timmy's birthday
1: are you (laughs) really gonna bring a birthday party to me on my birthday on my birthday party on my birthday (laughs) happy birthday (laughs) 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 um
2: and i don't know why it's just like the dichotomy of picking like these the the people who have like the most like ridiculous issues um the most like (laughs) mundane like first world bullshit problems and then doing like smash cut after smash cut after smash cut. And it's just like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And with like the hell's kitchen sound effects.
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: I just looked those up. They're ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Chef Ramsey doesn't like you. (laughs) Um,
2: Another, another really popular subgenre of these shows is one that like I, I personally really like uh, the structured reality subgenre. So these are going to be shows like uh ironically named the real world, uh Big Brother or <laughs> ooh, even ooh. like even shows like uh Dirty Jobs and to kind okay. of bounce off of that, do you guys remember, ever seen the show The Simple Life? No.
1: I saw okay. so, The Simple so you- Life of the American Teenager. That eh, wasn't reality. That <laughs> was not fake. Uh, or that was so
2: fake. Do you, do you guys remember? You, you watch Discovery Channel. I I pick both of you as Discovery Channel kids. Um, oh, yeah. Fuck big time. you, yeah. So you guys. Yeah, you <laughs> <No>, you're right. <laughs> so you, you all watched uh, uh, Dirty Jobs with Mike Rowe, right? I love that show. I remember
1: when he stuck his arm into like the backside of an elephant. It yeah, was wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Um, Dirt jobs. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. So The Simple Life. Is essentially you take the concept of dirty jobs, but then have Paris Hilton be Mike Rowe.
1: Oh, it's like that Disney movie Cowbells where the two heiresses had to go work on a dairy farm. Yeah, it's exactly (laughs) like that.
2: (laughs) And I don't know why, but like when reading through this, all of the memories that I had locked in some chamber in my mind castle just unlocked whenever I saw the name The Simple Life. Uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, to to give clarity on things i i have two younger sisters who are infatuated with reality tv um so a lot of this stuff and a lot of this memory and this nostalgia that i have about this stuff is a lot of being force-fed uh and being (laughs) like secondarily brought into things and be like oh my god did you hear about this this and this kim said this and chloe said that and oh my god and uh yeah that's that's pretty much my entire like my entire uh history with reality tv
1: there was a Uh, reality tv show that i used to be addicted to that was under this genre of reality tv shows to the point where it was like during the cable era where like you didn't get to pick what you watched you know mm -hmm. you guys remember that way long ago back in the the (laughs) old one tv
0: in the house that's how i remember it
1: oh well you had that but you also just had the limitations of there being channels with scheduling blocks and shit like that Mm -hmm. um but it was on sci-fi it was a reality tv show on sci-fi oh. and if if you don't know the oxymoron of that um michael you might <laughs> yeah. know where i'm going with this but it yeah. was called opposite worlds
2: no i was don't thinking know? of it there was another show another reality tv show on sci-fi called scream queens oh uh, yeah That was all about like finding the next like big horror actress mm-hmm <laughs>
1: Um, So there was also one called Opposite Worlds, and in Opposite Worlds, it was a reality TV game show where Mm. every week, uh, contestants would compete as to whether or not they would get to live that next week in the future or in the past.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. And if you lost
1: the challenge, then one of your teammates got voted out. If you won the challenge, then you got to live in the future. Um, And basically what the future and the past was, it was one giant, like, building. Half of it was a cave, like a stone cave. uh, And you got like basic tools where you had to like start your own fires. You had to cook your own meat. And the food you were given was like bullshit food. You got like vegetables and uncooked slabs of meat. And you had to figure it out or you like had to starve and it was cold. (laughs) And then there was a glass wall. And then on the other side of that glass wall so they could see each other was the most futuristic home you had ever seen <laughs> where like food was delivered to you by robots and you had drones you got to play with in the yard. Smart and there house. Was, it, was the, it was a smart house, <laughs> it right? It was a smart house, yeah. And it had like voice command and all this and way back then that was like future and whatever. So I thought what was so hilarious was every week if you were a like cave person living in the cave, basically your only entertainment was to sit in front of that glass Wall and watch what the future people were doing, and they were having such a good time.
0: <laughs> that. That's all you need. Like there I'm like, ready for the caveman stuff because oh, uh, you know, the, the paleo diet, yeah, oh, the paleo. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready for that. Yeah, See, the that's
2: hunter gatherer diet. Yeah, I yeah. feel like yeah.
1: honestly, Nick, I don't think you would make it in the past. No, I don't think I think that once you saw them flying a drone in their like mock backyard. And you had to just sit there and watch it.
2: A single tear goes down my <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah,
2: there's so many of these like structured reality TV shows that I just love. Um, is is the Truman Show? Is that a structured reality show? I would say that that is yeah. That is it. That would could be considered a structured reality show. Okay. Um, in in, in
1: its universe, that is a structured reality show. The yeah, Truman Show. Asking. The movie is a movie starring Jim Carrey
0: yes everybody everybody knows i'm just clarifying (laughs) um you live in a rock what are you on
2: but yeah so like growing up i had always heard about shows especially like the real world and big brother um like the whole idea of those is that you just take like a bunch of random people and just like put them in a single house tell them they can't leave and they have to like at the end of every week vote someone out um and the whole the whole thing that like I retroactively like fell in love with about them is just like the politics that go into <laughs> it. Uh, I I ended up falling deep into this rabbit hole like a few years ago from finding this guy on YouTube named Dan Giesling. Dan Giesling is a previous winner of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. And he does he posts like a lot of like gaming uh, like videos on on YouTube or he like streams on Twitch and stuff. And he'll talk about like what it was like to play Big Brother. And he had everything down to like this exact strategy of like I'm going to ally with this person with this other person. I'm going to create a counter ally and I'm not going to tell either one of them about like the fact that I'm allies with either one. And so that way I can cut things off with this person. As soon as things turn sour, or I can like intentionally cut things off with this person, which will create this <laughs> other drama. And it's like this is like five head big brain <laughs> bullshit. And I love it. Jeez. It's like next level uh
0: something. Uh not chess, not forty chess. What's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Where you like make allies and
2: Politics.
1: Manipulation. Oh, that's manipulation. <laughs> social manipulation. Not 40 yeah. chest manipulation. You know, well, the other game I like to play.
2: Yeah. Everybody plays that. Yeah. Well, it's it's these shows are just like a deep dive into the whole side of like uh social engineering. Oh, yeah. That does. And it's, it's just, just like the it's, big brain it's taking like concepts that you just like think about that exist in like psychiatry and just putting them into like full effect. It's like it's like watching that gag from The Office where Jim gives a mento <laughs> to Dwight every time he restarts his computer.
0: Operating conditioning. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, it's
2: like seeing that like happen in a group of like 20 people. It's <laughs> amazing. So,
1: here's a question I have for you boys. Yeah. Uh, and please be honest. I want to hear honest answers here. Um, Have you ever- Truth. Have you ever applied to be on a game show?
2: No. No. I, I couldn't even think about like doing that. Like- you, My didn't, you
1: didn't make your Survivor tape as a kid? <laughs> no, did you? Oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah, Dude. Do you still have it? Probably somewhere. Oh, please. <laughs> please
2: find it and show My me. My name's
0: Alex, and here's why I should be on a stri- deserted island. <laughs> With stranded. a bunch of
2: 30 and 50, 30 to 50-year-olds. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Is it worse Good that luck. nobody stopped me? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but even, even as so recent as I tried to get on a Netflix show, this was before <laughs> chloe and i started dating so i was Which like one do you want to guess
2: i hope Survivor. to god it's sexy beasts
1: no god no <laughs> and we need to talk about that it was the circle
2: oh yeah
0: what's that about
1: well season one of the circle was great i really liked season one of the circle and i really liked the people in season one of the circle let's talk about the circle what is yeah. the circle the circle is a, uh, it's a building somewhere, probably in Los Angeles, but I don't, I don't know. Um, sorry, I'm reading Chloe's secret comment that she sometimes leaves us in the middle <laughs> of these shows, and she says that she doesn't think that was before we were together. Okay, cool. Probably not then. <laughs> yeah,
0: so it was after
1: I guess she so. She at least knew you. Well, that's great. And I, that means I at least told her, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the circle was an apartment building, somewhere unknown, and it had a giant neon circle. And inside of this circle, there were contestants who got to live in apartments, but the catch was they weren't allowed to leave the apartments, and they weren't allowed to meet each other. The only time when they were ever allowed to meet each other was when they had like these interactions between mirrors, and that only happened as rewards to challenges. So they could like pick an ally who they'd been talking to through this social media app uh, called The Circle, which was on all of their TVs. Um, mm. And if they were allying with a the person, they were like, I want to have dinner with this person. And they'd have a nice sushi dinner. They'd get to talk to the person, but they wouldn't get to see them. And the idea was, in the world of the internet, you never know who you're talking to on the other side of the screen. So mm-hmm. the goal was to not get voted out um, because you were supposed to vote out anyone who you thought was being inauthentic. So anyone who was catfishing <laughs> the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. So you would build these profiles and people could like flip through your profile and they could talk to you and interact and whatever, whatever. And if they didn't think you were real, they had to get rid of you. And then at the very last episode, they bring all of the remaining contestants in to have dinner with each other. And like some people are expecting to see this like beautiful girl named Sarah and she's so sweet and so nice. And ends up being like, sarah's boyfriend was the actual contestant and used sarah's pictures to build his profile so he walks in he's like yo 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 and they're like what's up sarah? i'm sarah the, the sweet little girl he's like yeah, it's me and they're like hugging and they all think it's funny and so on that's and so forth. that's
2: adorable yeah that's a good uh
1: so i didn't watch season two partially out of spite because they didn't <laughs> they didn't ever get back with me <laughs> that's fair but, yeah um But season one was incredible, and it's just, like you said, a game of strategy and trying to play the other players and not get played yourself.
2: Yeah, and to to kind of go off of that, like there there is like a whole separate genre of reality TV that kind of meshes a lot of the times with structured reality, because like the whole key of structured reality is like you got to give them a reason to be there. Mm -hmm. So there's got to be like some sort of reward. Well, the other subgenre is like reality competition shows. So these are going to be things like American Idol, The Voice. Uh, they're going to be...
1: Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. Not, deal no not, deal. It, not really. I mean, sure.
2: game shows like that aren't really like explicitly reality TV. Because um, they don't have
0: like the testimonial section where they're like, I really don't like Alex.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever
0: you. the character's name is. <laughs> I don't know. It
2: <laughs> doesn't have to be Alex. <laughs> um, but that, that whole side is what encapsulates the thing that sent me down this full... Uh, this full rabbit hole of reality TV, which was the whole dating show side. I just had
1: a terrible mm. idea. What? It's actually a really awesome idea.
2: Is it? Is it one you can share on the pod on the <laughs> yeah. cast? What is it, it ethical? If,
1: <laughs> what if? What if? At some point, we did an entertain this reality TV show where we got a bunch of oh people. We got a bunch oh. of people, and they all had to, like, each week we brought them on and we gave them an allotted amount of time on the podcast to present (laughs) their thing they're bringing to the table to convince us to watch. And every week we vote somebody out and then we could do weeks where it's like the three of you need to team up and make like a thing to impress us or whatever. And then a team gets voted out and then it comes all the way down to the end. and We give them a prize.
2: (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would be, I would be down for that. No, like, call it, I would, who wants to be the next to entertain this?
1: Entertainees and entertainers. Yeah, that's how, that's how we eventually just go.
2: replace ourselves so we get to be the higher-ups. There you yeah, go. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It'll run itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eventually. We, know, we know people aren't here for us at this point. It's obviously no, for the topics I and think the talking people points. are only
1: here for us, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. our topics <laughs> are really hit or miss each week.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. Anyways. um. (laughs) Welcome
1: to reality TV, baby. (laughs) Welcome to just reality. When you boil it down to the old (laughs) riddles and grinds, all that's left is depression and desperation. Oh, (laughs) lots
2: of desperation. That's Uh, what
1: fuels these shows is desperation.
2: 100%. And that's nowhere more clear than the VH1 series of reality television shows. Is that where Rock
1: of Love comes in? Oh, yeah.
2: Rock of Love. flavor of love flavor i love new york uh tila tequila shot of love uh everyth- and tamara
1: double trouble
2: yeah with of love um, No, i made that one up <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah and this is where like i really got my first little bite of reality tv show that like i sought after myself i remember because this this was always during like the really awkward period of time before like Toonami was on Cartoon Network right after I got home from school, so I couldn't watch Dragon Ball Z
1: fucking jump you made in your entertainment.
2: Oh, yeah, it's it's wild. And this (laughs) is when like my parents, like for the longest time, completely banned the like 50s to 70s channels on my TV because that was where like MTV was and like wasn't allowed to watch MTV growing up. Uh, it's where VH1 was. But, <laughs> but that's realism. when Cri-
1: Cribs was on when we were kids and Cribs I know. was dope. Oh, that's true. I loved Cribs. I that's loved reality it reality so TV.
2: Yeah. Uh, there was Cribs. There was also uh oh, Pit Cribs my ride. at one point. Yeah. What was what was the show with uh what about Exhibit? Pimp my Ride. Uh, the one where they like took cars and Pimp my ride. Pimp, my ride. pimp My
1: Ride. Is that what I you said just said? said Nick? Times. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to hear what Nick was saying or trying oh. to like suss <laughs> it out. And I was Pim. just staring at him, waiting for him to say it again. <laughs> but yeah, pimp
2: my ride for sure. Yeah. And I just remember like they would take like the the like a beat up like car that can be used. And they make it the most impractical bullshit in the name of just like, yeah, we Today pimped we're, it.
1: We're pimping pimped a it. ride for Deborah. <laughs> Deborah's got three kids and a minivan. Well, we're about to deck this thing out so that it fits two kids and a second minivan inside and a full jungle
2: gym in the trunk
1: whoa and for some for some reason we installed a PlayStation 1 in the engine <laughs> So that way, <laughs> when you're tailgating,
2: you can open it up and use the heat from your engine to play, uh, I don't remember, PS1 <laughs> use, the,
1: use classically what powered the PlayStation, heat. <laughs> what was good for your old gaming devices, more heat. <laughs> this
0: highlights the impracticability. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: it's like... I, I think like one of my favorite things was the like, the yo dog, like those, those early <laughs> time, like, yo, dog, yo dog, I heard you like goldfish. So I put an entire fucking tropical fish aquarium <laughs> in the trunk of your car. <laughs> no. Yo dog,
1: I heard you like mudkip. So I put mudkip in your mudkip so you could mudkip while you mudkip.
2: <laughs> and gave you mudkip mudflaps.
0: I buy those. Uh, I Buy the big old truck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mudkip mudflaps. <laughs> Genius.
2: Yeah. And uh so the the ones that I like really wanted to dig into today were specifically these VH one shows. Uh the dating shows in particular. Uh because wow, they were just a is this per- The Bachelor
1: too, or is that
2: No not... no 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 so we're talking about like the really trashy dating shows, like not so the this, really like classy this was ones. So the bachelor this was yeah. the Bachelor's If the yeah, Bachelor
1: yeah. is fine wine or champagne, this was the equivalent of Mountain Dew to The Bachelor. Oh, 100%. This is, the, this is the Mountain Dew of dating reality TV shows.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is the Mountain Dew that you find in the back of the pantry that you think has been there since your birthday party three years ago.
1: And you're like, oh, there's nothing else. I'm just gonna get a cup of ice and drink this. And yeah, you're yeah, watching no. Rock of
2: Love. Yeah, and then so you pour it in and it's like slightly like it's brown tinged instead of yellow, but I'm sure it's fine. Aww. Yeah, that's, that's the VH1. The logo that's Flavor it. of Love. <laughs> Uh, this the now that that
1: right there, that's flavor of love. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to know what the the flavor it. of love is. No, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's just like
2: the flavor of Baja Blast mixed with hand soap. Oh, you know yeah. all that with liquid, liquid hand soap. sanitizer we have
1: laying around now because we didn't use it because everyone decided they didn't want to smell like rusty old corn. It's yeah. Baja Blast and that. Yeah, that Ooh. is that is the flavor of love. Oh,
0: not that kind of hand sanitizer. I hate that. <laughs> it's so runny. It's not like the right.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how that's how it mixes in real well. But yeah, so <laughs> so first off, like flavor of love. What's the big deal with that? Okay,
1: flavor, flav, flavor, of right? flavor.
2: Yeah, is he in it? Yeah. Um, okay. Do you know who flavor flavor is? Oh, of course. He, he wears he. the big clock old, around his neck. Big old watch. Yeah. Yep. He's he's the guy who always had like the really big watch the really big clock he would always keep his timepiece wrapped around his neck he was dripping yeah full of drip uh um, he drips before <laughs> drip was drip true so flavor of love like what was he popular from before that so he was actually one of the front men or he was called like the, he was like one of the first like leading people in like a rap group or a hip-hop group no i'm sounding like a Uh, upper middle like like a middle class like dad when i the the hip-hop the rap guys michael are you Um, white (laughs) i couldn't tell i'm sorry (laughs) um but he was part of a a group called public enemy uh and public enemy was actually like a really popular group back in the day and he was like one of the first leading people who had the specific job of being a hype man (laughs) and so his whole job wasn't to actually like perform or sing or anything it's just whenever there was like dead air in like a show or on like a record or something you just hear him in the background doing his like tagline yeah boy like that yeah (laughs) that's him yeah he's that guy wow um and he really like popularized like that whole idea of having someone like that in a group Mm -hmm. um but what what makes it even more interesting is and I don't want to be mean to Flava Flav, but like we're dealing with reality television. At some point, we got to look at the reality of the situation here. Um, Flava Flave, <laughs> nice play on words. Looked kind of like what would happen if you left an egg out on a blacktop in the middle of like Arizona summer for months. Toasty,
1: yeah, and I clocked out and then clocked back in, and I don't know where we're <laughs> at. We're talking about Flavor Flav. Was that to describe what that show was like? No, that was to describe
2: Flavor Flav, Flavor Flav, <laughs> the oh. man. Oh,
0: <laughs> he looks a little rough. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's
2: he's a he's a rough rough looking dude, and mm. uh, to go along with that, like he's got a very unique personality, uh, to say the least, and. <laughs> so usually like what, what they ended up needing to do for a lot of the contestants on the show is reach to what I would call the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) Um, and it was all just like, they purposefully would handpick like very, very like loud, boisterous, um, very unique, like very character full of character women. Watch yourself. I am. Watch uh yourself. Counselor. (laughs) and they put 25 of them
1: in a single house and they said who wants to marry of Flav and they all said not me and they said did you say I give Flavor Flav's money
2: yeah do I get attention the love of the people no. Um
1: no, you know No, you don't get any of that. You get laughed at for a while. And yeah. then like t- twenty years later, 15 more like 15 years later, three three middle or I guess quarter age white boys are gonna talk about you on a podcast yeah. for comedy reasons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what's wrong with them? What's the what's the big deal here?
2: Well, so uh, let's, 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 let's look at like The Bachelor. Was Flavor as, of like, Love a, the first of these? I think it was. I think it was because, yes, it one. was because that? it was popular. Uh, like, they got the idea of doing Flavor of Love after Flavor Flav was on another VH1 reality TV show where during that show, he ended up having a romantic relationship with this uh, this other woman uh who was also like a b-list celebrity type uh because that's what really like what vh1 like got a lot of these ideas is just take like b-list celebrities and put them together and watch wacky shit happen uh <laughs> and during the show they ended up having a budding romance that like everybody was so weirded out and creeped out by but oh so entertained with um that it kept people tuning in week after week after week to see like what would happen between them uh Do you know
1: something absolutely nuts what a a cursory google search i came up with the information flavor of love had three seasons yes it did so like they made it through one rotation of girls and he found his love and then they went through a second rotation of girls and he found his love (laughs) and then there was a third (laughs) rotation where flavor Flav fell in love for a third time oh my
2: Uh, goodness yeah 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 yeah, Well, so here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. From VH1 standpoint, they needed that shit to happen because Flavor of Love to them was fucking genius. God. Not just not just because of, like, the viewership that it brought in, but it was because it created this perpetual entertainment machine uh, of bringing in, like, these random people to compete for the love of this C-to-B list celebrity and then they were so rowdy and such weird and wacky people and so quirky that they're like, OK, people like that person. Let's pull them into this other show we have. Like, <laughs> I love money, which is a show where all these people, you basically take the idea of Big Brother, except now they're like just explicitly competing for more and more money every week. Here's
1: something wild. And just
2: see what happens. <laughs> That's the show's name is I, I Like Money.
1: It's I Love Money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, two seasons, yeah. Nick, Nick, this is for you. Uh, and we're still talking Flavor of Love for the moment, uh, just because I have this and I want to share it. In, se- in season one, there were 11 episodes. And in okay. those 11 episodes, uh, Flavor Flav fell in love with a beautiful young woman by the name of Nicole Alexander, who on the show was called Hoops yep. with a Z. Um So who won season one? Hoops. <laughs> Hoops. Uh, season two had 12 episodes where Flavor Flav fell in love with a second beautiful woman uh, by the name of uh, Chandra Davis, who was called Delicious? Yeah, so explicitly. <laughs> do you want
2: Do you want to know the explanation for those those names?
1: Go ahead. Okay, wait, wait, were they giving wait, wait, these let names let me, like screen do, names? Let me do season three real quick, and then that because this is my favorite one. Season three had sixteen episodes in which Flava Flave found himself falling in love with a woman that he referred to as Thing Two.
2: <laughs> who was <is> thing one <laughs> I, think, I think it was a previous was contestant thing one I think who it was a contestant was? from like season one or two it was called thing thing so yeah. this was he,
1: thing two and okay. she didn't wow. get a last name her name was just Tresha
2: <laughs> all <Got> right <laughs>
0: so, so Flava Flav gave these women yeah so that was like
2: the entire so like normally when you watch like The Bachelor or something like that the entire uh-huh. First episode is dedicated towards like documenting like documenting the first interaction between the contestant and the love interest. And a lot <laughs> of the times it would make like a big to do of like introducing them. You give their background, their name, their age, what they do for a living and just give like this like brief look into them and who they are as a person. And sure. then they're introduced to the love interest. And then that's where the romance is supposed to kick off and the competition begins. Flavor oh. of Love kind of did
1: that. During the third season oh reunion of Flavor of Love, Flav proposed to Live, the mother of his youngest son, Karma. That's so adorable. Good for Kay. him. Okay. So anyways, um... Flavor. The next question... Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm bogarting this episode. That's okay. This is incredible. May I... Um... May I read to you what people are asking if you Google Flavor of Love? Please do. (laughs) These are the questions that people have to know via Google Was it real about flavor of love? Um number one. And I I think I already answered this. Yeah, I did. Who did flavor? Who did this says who did flavor of love marry? Not who did Flavor Flav. Who did Flavor of Love? Because that's his name, Mary. And we already said, um, what happened to Sweetie from Flavor of Love? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Sweetie. She's a stay-at-home mom now. So there's your answer. Here's okay. here's the one that made me stop the show in its tracks. Who pooped on the floor in Flavor of Love? Yeah.
0: Somebody pooped on the floor. Someone
2: pooped on the floor.
0: Here's what. On it's, uh, here's what. It, <laughs> I hope it's an accident. Here's.
2: <laughs> I think it was on purpose. Here's, oh, no. Here's what. It, <laughs>
1: Here's what it says. After the five girls, Hood, Bama, H-Town, Chocolate, and Safiri were eliminated, the contestants discovered that something had defecated on the floor during the elimination ceremony because she couldn't hold it in or go to the bathroom. Hood, agent, sent her to be on the show.
0: (laughs) Sometimes you gotta you gotta go and you gotta go,
1: right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so who pooped on the floor in flavor of love? Something. That <laughs> Something. was her name. Oh, that was Something. her name. Okay. Hey, yeah,
2: yeah. So so kind of kind of going back to like the whole naming thing. So like the whole the whole thing was like instead of having these sort of like romantic first interactions where you get a good idea of who these people are, instead, what it was is they were all lined up one by one in front of flavor instead of flavor flav. And instead of him actually learning their real names <laughs> and who they are as a person, she would give them a nickname just based off of his first impression. Wow. And so that's how you get nicknames like thing Two or <laughs> sweetie or something, 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 <laughs> hoops, hoops. <laughs> ah, hoops.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, the, I love that. Like that became who these people are. Do you know how, much bullshit you would have to put me through to stand me in a line with a bunch of other women and give me the name hoops and then the next woman in line gets delicious i would kick the shit out of you (laughs) she tall i'm gonna call her hoops oh you oh you you're delicious and you thing too all right (laughs) moving on
2: this sucks crazy (laughs) but yeah and so so flavor of love uh it introduced uh in particular a, a a woman who would become known as new york now new york was probably the most like traditional reality tv contestant out of all of them uh, <laughs> this is during, der- during the first scene <laughs> the first season yeah yeah there's a really bad person who is like constantly trying and like
1: oh she's mm- the meme one
2: yeah 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 she was the one who got <laughs> spit on she's uh, a meme yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So she got she got into a fight with uh, this, this this other contestant who was being eliminated, her name was Pumpkin. And this okay. became like a very big thing on the internet was during after like immediately after Pumpkin was eliminated in front of Flave of Flav, as she was being like walked off, her and New York got into a fight, and Pumpkin just hocked a big old logie right in New York's face and then booked it and ran. <laughs> and it was a a a moment of tv history if i say so myself um and uh from that uh new york ended up gaining a lot of popularity like the girl new york and this started a trend for vh1 which was which i kind of alluded to earlier which was bringing on instead of having like B list celebrities, because only so many B list celebrities would actually like come on the show, like and do shows. They really they instead, missed out
1: on picking up Charlie Sheen for one of these. That yeah. Uh, well, so, so
2: think of an idea. This, they, they had, um, let's see here. Uh, they had a show called strange love, which is where like, uh, Flava Flave and, uh, Bri- Brigitte Nielsen was her name. Uh, that's where they had their little, their little thing, their little their little rump. Uh <laughs> she's a
0: supermodel, right? I think so. Or am I thinking of someone else?
2: I don't
1: I don't remember
2: exactly.
0: Am I thinking of Giselle? Can, mm, <laughs> Tom Brady's wife. Can we talk
1: can we talk about Rock of Love?
2: Yeah, we could talk about Rock of Love. Can we talk about the Rock? <laughs> no. The Rock, rock of Love.
1: <laughs> rock of Love was Brett Michaels.
2: Yep. Frontman of Poison. Oh, okay. Yeah, of like And maybe this is like me being like a bad like child to my dad who is like a very big like classic rock fan. Okay. The only song that I know of Poisons is Every Rose Has Its Thorn. Yeah. And
1: Every Rose has its thorn. Yeah. I brought up Rock Rock of Love Nick because I knew that you would have a connection to at least Poison.
0: A little bit I guess. Their, their, Their stuff's okay.
1: What the hell? Rock of what? Love had three seasons, too.
2: Yeah, they all did. What? The reason why is because they started turning the contestants into the actual like love interest for their other shows. So in order to keep new shows coming, they had to have more contestants.
1: So Brett Michaels just kept falling out of love? Then <sighs> love!
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's a rock star.
0: It's it's happened before. How do you think they write so many songs about like oh heartbreak and, oh? At
1: least these girls got to keep their actual names. Like God, yeah. Damn. He respects
0: women a little more <laughs>
1: than Flavor Flav. Flav. Now, who did Brett Michaels end up marrying? Um, Ooh, I don't know. I th- uh, Charlie Sheen. I think he's a bachelor.
2: Yeah. Oh. I the only thing I know about Brett Michaels is that he is a very big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Oh, that's the only thing I know about him and the that's fact cool. that he was in poison. <laughs> that's it. And, I, and it I know I know of like th- through Rock of Love, like five of the women that he has made out with on public television.
1: While filming so a the finale of it. his reality show, Brett Michaels, Life As I Know It, Michaels proposed to Christy Lynn Gibson, his on again, off again companion of 16 years. And I will spoil it and let you guys know she did not compete on Rock of Love.
2: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. So, You're telling me this is all just to make a so show? So that's
1: strike two, VHS. <laughs> what else we got? Did you help anybody?
0: Did they try?
2: I don't know.
1: <laughs> Let's see. And then, yeah, VH1, so- not VHS. I'm going to go ahead and correct myself there.
2: And and the thing is, too, is like VH1 <laughs> was ahead of its time because like they they also brought in like the first like Actual internet celebrity to be one of these. Fred? Games. No, uh, Fred was Cartoon <laughs> Network, and I don't Doxy? think I've ever seen a Fred dating show. Um, but no, uh, Smosh. Tequila tequila. Oh, she was an internet meme. She she was a she was a MySpace uh, oh. celebrity. That's she, not
1: real.
0: No, it was real. <laughs> MySpace isn't real. Come on, Michael.
1: <laughs> that was some like, that was some Zoe 101 fake website. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was a, I, I browsed it on my pair computer. Um, <laughs> what was her name? Hi, Carly. Uh, Tila Tequila.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Hi, Carly. Um,
2: so Tila Tequila was like a very interesting uh, character of a person. And her show in particular actually like broke some some ground for. It was
1: called a shot at love. Yeah, with a shot Tila at love. Tequila.
2: Yeah. See that? That's funny. The thing is, yeah. is like it broke some ground, and I'm that's not going to. That's funny,
1: s- Nick. That out that's of. Funny. Out of. Out of rock of love. Flavor of, of love. Flavor of love. You like a shot of love. A shot yeah, at that. love with Tia with Tila Tequila. That's far
0: enough away from like the the premise of the show where it's kind of like a little funny, and I'm like. Hmm. I it's sharply exhaled out of my nose. You couldn't you hear it, but I did. It's a chertle. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> like, hmm, shut, <laughs> tequila, funny. Um.
2: But the, th- <laughs> the, th- the thing about Tila Tequila's show was that, like, it broke some ground for television, especially in the U.S., where, and I'm not going to say that this was, like. Son of a bitch. Representation. But it at least, like, started the normalization process, I'll stay of having gay couples on like reality tv
1: we do oh boy because
2: the whole thing is like tila tequila was bisexual and so because of that she had both men and women competing for her love
1: incredible
2: yeah that's cool and i'm not going to refer to it as representation because it was absolutely like commodified and they made it nasty yeah they made it nasty (laughs) yeah and like because it was one of those things where it's like we're not actually for like gay support but we're here for like women on women's support because that's not gay
1: we know we know that them men out there love that so. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> can we talk about the spin-off of a shot at love which was love a to. double shot at love yeah with the guys from jersey freaking shore yeah
2: <laughs> dj paulie d getting worse and worse <laughs> yo i don't think i've ever t- talked about it like on the podcast but i have met dj paulie d i'm sorry yeah 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 i met him at a gas station and uh, that sounds
1: about right yeah in
2: uh in uh what's what's the place the really trashy place for spring break down in florida
1: myrtle beach no panama city panama Miami. city
2: i met him at a okay. gas station in panama city beach when i was a freshman to New year Jersey, in college. according to court orders <laughs> he's not allowed he was djing allowed. for a club down there and ran into him at a gas station he was a big asshole and i loved it <laughs>
1: were you like hey you're a big asshole and he was like that's right baby well, no.
2: <laughs> well I've got I've got a picture of it somewhere but Oh my god I mean I guess I was the asshole because I just like I saw him and uh I I rolled my window down to my car and I wasn't even going to talk thing. to him and I just ra- I just raised my phone up with like my camera and I was like yep hey and he just looked up <laughs> and I just took a quick picture Drive 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 That's that's how you approach him
0: All right drive slow drive slow drive slow but <laughs> well, like i had friends
2: that like wanted to go and meet him but his bodyguards wouldn't let them yeah and so i was like okay if they're gonna be dicks to my friends i'm gonna be like an asshole to him so <laughs> I, well, yeah, i'll, I'll how have, have you guys smell. know
1: a double shot of love also didn't work out they're they're also no longer together oh
0: that's really it's almost like these shows are <laughs> somehow engineered in a way
1: hey, that, why, hey why haven't i heard of this show this sucks i want to know more about this show that first aired on November 15th of 2004, and the cast included someone named Deborah Bradley, Jason Maves, Alexandria Emberton, Blake Leeser, Nicole Willard, and more, and the name of the show was, of course, as you would know from its three-season run, Date My Mom! (laughs) Wow.
2: (laughs) The show that everyone's been asking for, Date My Mom! Why won't
1: anyone date my mom?! (laughs)
2: were shitty kids like you let's well actually no i think i remember this show
1: it did was I,
2: I i did watch it the whole premise was that you would have uh like a contestant who like they they would like the families themselves there would be like three families and then the actual like love interest the mm-hmm. whole deal was that instead of the love interest actually getting to know the the actual contestant they got to know them through their oh. mom so it wasn't like. So what it was is like they had instead to go of,
1: on a date with the girl's mom.
2: Yeah, with the girl's mom, oh. and the mom would have to like. The end of it would always be like, "Hey, I talked you up. Like, go like. Okay, so sorry. I'm just. I'm not even googling this. I'm just remembering shit now. Okay. So the whole <laughs> the premise was archives. was that like they would find like late teen, early twenties couples who lived at home, and they would always find, like, the kid who was in a really bad relationship that the parents hated. Ooh. And so no, the no, parent- no,
1: no, no. Hold on. You're getting confused because that's parental control.
2: Parental control, you're fucking
1: right. <laughs> and I knew that because I, okay. I watched that, too. Date My Mom is a dating show where it sends singles on dates with three moms who try to convince them to pick their son or daughter. It's worse. Oh, they okay. go on a date with the mom and then the mom has to be like, please pick my daughter please (laughs) parental control on the other hand was there's a shit bag and then um they get uh the mom gets to pick a date and the dad gets to pick a date and then there's the shit bag yes and then they all go on dates with the daughter and then one of them gets eliminated it's either going to be the shit bag the mom's date or the dad's date um and then at the end the daughter has to either pick to stay with the shit bag or go to continue a relationship with the parental control one yeah i remember that too because yeah 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 yeah. and but also the boy was always a, a total piece of shit
2: yeah well they intentionally always like they and they played it up to a big extent like it'd be like the guy just being like giving the camera like middle middle birds like just like Fuck it, like fuck
1: everyone, fuck you. Fuck. And he had like big purple hair, and he was like <laughs> doing the like V on his mouth thing, and like, yeah. And it's then it pan over to like the parents
2: of the of the <laughs> and girl, and they're like, and they're like, no. yeah, they're like, mm, yeah. No. <laughs> oh come on, like mom. meet <laughs> the, had the to make that meet the father's parent well. types, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just like <laughs> always these like upper upper white like upper class white people like parents. Be like, no, I, my daughter needs a date. The prime and proper man. Uh,
1: if if you listen to this or if you watch this and you are on one of these shows, we want you on our show. Please. I <laughs> we want to know what that we experience was like full, so bad. We want a full hour of interview questions for yeah. you. If you were on one of these shows, we need to talk to you. Yeah, about if it. you
2: never got it, we'll ha- be happily glad to provide like a full and thorough debriefing on the situation.
1: We will 100%, <laughs> if you did not get picked at the end, find you a girl. We promise. And yeah. that, is, that is my entertain this guarantee to you. <laughs> and my word is my bond. And my bond is weak. So <laughs> reach out Have you to seen us. Our
0: stats, our
1: stats are actually turning around, baby. Yeah. We're on
2: our way up to the moon. We're on our, it's <laughs> entertainment. It's to the moon. Yeah. I was just
0: saying. <laughs> it seems to be there's a bit more men that listen to our podcast.
2: Great. Right, the they're
1: the ones who didn't get picked.
2: Oh, it's the men. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I'll find you, it Dave. could
1: be. <laughs> I find
2: a date. We got you. If you've ever been on a reality TV show at all. Come on our show. Hit us up. We don't care yeah. what it was. Like, were
1: you on Big Brother? Were you on the circle? Were you on uh Were you on Sexy Beasts? Were you on, you on <laughs>
0: Sexy beasts baby? You,
1: can we, are okay. you a big brother? We are we're we're over the hour mark, but I want to talk about sexy beasts. Can we do that and then let's let's
2: finish, let's end it on
1: sexy beasts.
2: Uh <laughs> what well, is sexy beasts? We'll yeah, we'll tangentially refer to like some other
1: some other uh Netflix dating shows. Like The Circle and uh Love, so is, Love blind. is blind. Uh,
2: so Netflix has been kind of infatuated with this idea they're trying
1: to be the new vh1
2: they are and like the thing is is they're not doing a great job at it but they're (laughs) because they're approaching like
1: they're approaching
2: the circle's fine but like every single one of the shows is predicated on like the same basis is that like physical looks influence who you're gonna pick a lot and so because like the whole thing is like you're on these shows for such a short amount of time like you're not gonna actually get to know people so you got to go with like Whoever you got the most like physical attraction for,
1: which is hilarious, mm-hmm. because in Love Is Blind, they're like, "We know you're not going to be here very long, but just know you are going to marry whoever you leave here with legally, yeah. and you're going to have to deal with that."
2: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hosted hosted by the Cincinnati great Nick Lachey. Uh,
1: uh, fuck.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you were so
2: say Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, if we'll, only. we'll start. We'll start with Love Is Blind because, like, Love Is Blind is basically this whole it's idea. A super
1: simple premise. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: You basically they go. Uh, Netflix will go to like a specific city and will pick a bunch of like singles from the area and they'll separate the men and the women into like separate living quarters. And they have never, they will never be able to like meet or anything, mm-hmm. except for when they go into the sound, uh, soundproof pods where the only thing that is separating you between, uh, the other, like a man and a woman on the show, uh, is a, completely opaque barrier that is that you can talk through that you can like ease a very easily talk through hmm. and the whole basis of the show is is that like if love truly is blind then you will be able to f- get to know people without ever knowing who they what they are and like who what they what they look like and you'll fall in love and if you fall in love and you pick someone you're getting engaged to them and when you get engaged to them that's when you can finally meet and see what the other person looks like (laughs) yeah oh no (laughs) yeah
1: it's all bullshit because everybody who goes on that show is hot as hell so it doesn't matter
2: yeah it's one of those things where like if you look at the other people like that are living with you like in the just the men's section and you've got like
1: you're like oh we got a crop
2: yeah 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 like you're looking (laughs) around like okay every dude here's hot like okay
1: um and and you're hoping you're hoping that you're not the last place prize Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) well but that's the thing you're an advantage in love is blind baby that's Uh, right (laughs) i just i just want him to meet you and then you're like oh that has happened (laughs) that that happened like multiple times in the show where people would meet and they just be like hi Uh-oh. internal screaming yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um
2: and so so netflix is really like kind of stuck on this like whole principle of like trying to get people together without them actually knowing what the other person looks like and love is wine honestly like did very well like ratings wise so they took that exact same concept and instead of you know doing the sensible thing and keeping people separated they removed looks from the from the from from the equation
1: and they added in prosthetics (laughs)
2: prosthetics so you would get like a woman who is like painted red head to toe wearing like devil like face like prosthetics covering everything so you can't see what she looks like at all (laughs) she looks like an ugly beast (laughs) or you or you'd stuff a man inside of a toucan costume yeah or or like a like a almost like animatronic dog costume uh, and you would put them together and they would go on dates. The whole the whole idea was, is that the uh the love interest, so the the one like lady or man would have six minutes to meet three other people of their preferred sex. Uh and in that after six minutes is up, and after they have met all three of the guys, all of them wearing their own very unique and extremely uncomfortably high-quality costumes. Um <laughs> She would have to they would have to eliminate one of them. And that was and then like after that, they would go on dates in public places, wearing these full prosthetic costumes. In fursuits. Is in that like, correct? Yeah. In basically like <laughs> the most expensive fursuits you've ever seen. Um the the plot twist was they're all furries and they don't even take off the
0: suits. <laughs> here's I'm sorry. Here's, here's it's what I'll it's, say. It's,
2: it's it's one of the most like this show gives you more secondhand embarrassment than I've gotten from mm-hmm. any other show in my
1: life. Here's what I'll say about Ugly Beasts. Sexy Beasts. Sexy Beasts. So same, sorry. Same, really. So sorry, Michael, that I got that wrong. They, I guess they are sexy, huh, Mike? Huh? They can't hear the look you're giving me.
2: They can't hear the silence,
1: though. <laughs> Here's the thing I'll say about Ugly Beasts. Sorry, definite. Sexy Beasts. Um, it had the greatest reality TV show moment I've ever witnessed in it. Oh, what was it? (laughs) So the idea is there are two contestants and they're both dressed up in these prosthetic costumes or whatever. And then there's uh, usually female from what I've experienced at least who has to pick between the two guys. And usually, this has at least been my experience, with these reality shows, the girls sometimes are just completely unbearable but mm-hmm. the guys will still fall madly in love with oh, them I know because exactly ultimately
2: exactly what moment you're talking about. Because
1: ultimately competition will lead them to want to win. And mm-hmm. so they'll like grin and bear the terrible woman. Well, because usually you
2: also get paid the longer you're on the show.
1: Yes. Is it there <laughs> might be three, because I think there are two rounds of elimination. Yeah, so there there's, might be there's three, three guys. There's three guys. So so <laughs> She's talking about who she's going to eliminate after their first round of dates. So mm-hmm. there's going to be two guys left after this. Yeah, and, and she's, she says, she's
2: dressed up in a full like panda costume. She's
1: a she's a panda. <laughs> yeah. And she's unbearable to listen to. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to pick you. And the guy gets up and he's like, cheer. And he's like, yes, yeah, let's go. And he's like <laughs> shaking people's hands. He's like giving his other competitors hugs. Everybody's confused. And like the announcer's like, I think he thinks he just won. And he was like, nah, I didn't want to, no, I didn't like her at all. <laughs> he said, yeah. He said, I was not into her at all. I yeah. am so glad she picked me. <laughs> and keep in
2: mind, this entire time, he's dressed up in a full tin man yeah. prosthetic <laughs> costume.
1: <laughs> he's like, I did not want her to pick me. And then he gets to like, so after he gets eliminated, he gets to take off all his stuff and like come out and be like, here's what you're missing. And he's yeah. like this handsome dude. But she's like, "Oh man, that's what you look like," and he's like, yup, bye."
0: <laughs> <laughs> he pieces <laughs>
2: out right <Yeah>. there <laughs> so
1: fast to get out of there, man. I'm like, "This is reality TV. This is what reality is like when you put people in these situations."
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. It was You're just so being real, good. right? Just and just being real, and were, yeah. Well, the if thing is, it, is, is like that VH1 one he would real, get his own show. That one yes. real moment made me want to watch the rest of sexy beasts
1: <laughs> me too that was their one moment that got everybody watching it and then nobody wanted to watch it after that well,
2: yeah because like everyone after that was just like like everyone was like oh sad and disappointed and like but you know, he was
1: like let's go well, yeah and yeah. It was like
2: like and usually like the thing that real at the very end of this is a great bow tie to wrap this whole reality tv present in wrap it. It- reality tv as much as we want to not admit it completely caters towards our want for just second consuming secondhand drama Mm -hmm. and just absurdity and Mm -hmm. it's so delicious and that's why you see people tuning in week after week to watch the newest episode of the bachelor the newest episode of survivor 30 seasons in or whatever and still coming back for more
1: maybe we need to start writing drama into our scripts anyways i hate alex (laughs) yeah i
2: think that's a stupid (laughs) fucking (laughs) idea. (laughs) <laughs> Why do Alex, what even made you think of that? Like come on, man.
1: Hey Nick, do you have a quick this this week? <laughs> That's how we're gonna end it. <laughs>
0: I really hate how Alex does the cold flip to me. <laughs> Are cold you doing flip. The testimonial thing. Alex, you're not supposed to listen to this.
2: Huh? What? The thing where they pulled you aside and yeah. you're okay. shit talking. Yeah. oh Oh.
0: Oh, okay, no, oh, okay, I got it. okay, yeah, I really don't like how Alex throws the ball <laughs> to me like
2: that all suddenly, like wh- wh- what is he even thinking? uh I think I think Nick is a little bit of a sensey little baby poopoo pants. um, I think he just needs to grow up and face reality. uh
1: I just love them both so much, and I think they're so talented in everything they do. I just you know, I hope the best for them, and really, whoever wins this, no hard feelings, I hope we can all go get drinks together.
2: <laughs> that might be our greatest <laughs> moment of ever doing this show of just go, going reality. That, off the fucking cuff
1: <laughs> <laughs> we peaked hey what's our uh, quick this this week about
0: oh uh it's about reality tv and how we're gonna write our own episode <gasps> of oh you didn't do
1: a quick this this week i'm just ki-
0: i got one oh, I got okay one. cool, I got cool. yeah no 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 yeah, you know i got one uh should i even do a timer i don't even care let's just do it <laughs> <laughs> <I got you. laughs> should we do a timer yeah i got one. ready
1: not? ready ready set okay. set set
0: <laughs> is he
1: gonna say it go oh, okay
0: how many times in a year do you think you hear the interjection bullshit Judging by our current political and economic climate, it's probably several. It's probably several within this episode. Yeah, (laughs) it probably went way
1: up when you guys became friends with me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's total bullshit, right? Maybe you've even used it to describe our podcast. Like, hey, those Entertain This boys are pretty good at bullshitting. It's entirely possible, uh, but don't tell us if you have. It'll probably hurt our feelings. Anyways, the first documented use of the root of this word, bullshit, was in the 17th century when the word bull was used in response to something untrue. Skip forward to World War II, and you can see the expletive shit added to this compound form of the word bullshit, meaning the same thing as it did all those years ago, except with a little bit of that postmodern spicy word flavor added to it. By now you're probably wondering what I'm here to talk about in my quick this today. You probably want me to stop bullshitting, so I'll cut to the chase and I'll tell you this one is all about Penn and Teller's bullshit.
1: Oh, good good show. Such a good show. It's very and a reality TV show.
0: Yeah. Well debatable. I don't I'm not gonna
1: No, no, no. I'm thinking of Fool Us.
0: Fool Us, yeah. That's also a good show a very too. Good show. Mm-hmm. Penn and Teller's bullshit also a very good show but you might know the magician duo uh pen and teller from their vegas shows or the recent television program Penn and teller fool us mm-hmm. but back in the early 2000s they had a show on television called predictably bullshit mm-hmm. and as you know as well as i do the name of the show could only be uttered on the cable channel known as showtime mm-hmm. yep. Penn jillette stated that the name was chosen uh because You could be sued for calling somebody a liar, but not if you say they were talking bullshit. So that's what leads us to what the show is all about. Yes, it's about calling out a person on their BS, but some of the topics they delve into are seemingly true to the average person. Take, for instance, their episode about Boy Scouts being someone who was a loyal Cub Scout as a kid, you know, Scouts Honor here. I thought, well, what's the bullshit with Boy Scouts? And oh boy, was I in for an awful treat. I found out they they don't want atheists join their ranks, and they... You know, that's a big no no for any government funded organization such as the Boy Scouts. And they've been known for covering up cases of pedophilia. So that's something I found out. But beyond that, there are so many episodes dealing with things that you knew were bullshit, but after watching, you learn they're so much worse than you even thought. And that's all right. It doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. But being Las Vegas showman, Penn and Teller take each presentation and twist it into a topic that's funny, engaging, entertaining, and delightfully irreverent. And that's exactly what 15-year-old me wanted to see at the time, because it turns out the show is a large contributor to high school me becoming uh, what I like to call a raging libertarian. <laughs> Sometimes their obsession wasn't to completely dismiss the topic at hand, but to decry certain aspects of the topic that they believe to be misleading, unnecessary, or overemphasized. So let's take the topic of the war on drugs, for example. We all agree that if nobody did drugs, it'd be great, Right but the answer isn't total prohibition or locking away millions of people from merely being in possession of drugs. The answer, what I believe is called harm reduction. So if you choose to use a substance, you should be safe about it and not go to jail for the rest of your life for possessing a fraction of a gram or whatever you might have on you, because that's the real bullshit at play here. Anyways, sorry for getting all preachy on you. That's really not what this show is like at all. Um, It's the exact opposite of preachy, and it's actually downright entertaining, even if you may not agree with everything that they have to say or the way they frame people, because the way they frame people in and of itself is bullshit. (laughs) But simply watch with an open mind and think what you want to think, because after all, there is an awful lot of bullshit in the world, and Penn and Teller are out there trying to expose it. Um, After a seven-year run, the show came to an end in 2010, airing their last episode about Drumroll, please! Vaccinations, which seems a little prophetic now, <laughs> but they claim uh, that the, there's this bullshit study out there that led to all this disinformation about the MMR vaccine—measles, mumps, and rubella. Oh yeah, and that it causes autism, and that her- ended up hurting people. Ended up causing people to get measles, mumps, and rubella, probably all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and, it and was let me bullshit. tell you, those diseases are not fun to have. The rampant. Um,
2: yeah, if you very want, easy. if you want to learn more about that, go watch uh, "Vaccines: A Measure A Measure Response" by HH Bomber Guy. It's actually that is a
0: very great good.
1: video. Yes. There are also a number of episodes on the podcast uh, "Sawbones," which is a medical tour of misguided medicine. Uh, that also dive into the actual like deep lore of that exact study that caused that misconception. It's so check wild. that out. It's too. actually wild. Oh yeah, Total. no, it was like forced it was a forced study with forced results
2: with uh, unfortunately forced participants as well <laughs> yeah should we are you guys going
0: to say it with me that's that sounds like a lot of uh oh
1: bullshit. shit shit yeah shit.
2: shit um anyways maybe <laughs> we're a well-oiled machine
0: you should go watch the show uh, How they explain how vaccines work And protect a population And while you're at it, be sure that you're up to date on your shots too And then go check out Penn and Teller's bullshit It's on Netflix Stop in for a laugh, maybe a cry, and uh, entertain this
1: Well that's exciting that it's on Netflix Because that mm-hmm. means I'm going to binge watch it For the next week <laughs> <laughs> Maybe love it that. is
0: I don't know if it still is I but love
1: Penn and Teller yeah, I think they're, they're great. great Like I said, I love Fool Us It's an amazing show Nick You're so brave and so bold when taking on topics because somehow you made a show written by magicians about the drug crisis and then about vaccines, and that's so much. That's (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) If you like our bullshit, uh, how about you help us out a little bit? If there's something that we haven't covered that you want to hear us cover- There's an easy way that you can reach out and let us know what that is. You can go to our website. It's www.entertainthis.net. Scroll all the way to the bottom. There's a little questionnaire there that you can fill out. Let us know if there's something that you want to hear us talk about on our show. Entertainment-based, preferably. Uh, But there are a couple other ways you can reach out. You can reach out to us via Twitter. We are entertain underscore this on Instagram. We are entertain this podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We're podcast entertain this. And as always, entertain us so we can entertain you. And you can entertain this. Entertain this bullshit. See you next week. <laughs> Got him. Bye. Bye.
0: This episode of Entertain This was written by Michael Savoya, with additional commentary from Nick Mustakangas and Alex Steele. Our showrunner and resident fact checker is Kelly Price. Our theme music is Fresh Couple by Aaron Spencer, with interstitial music by DJW. Tune in every Friday for new episodes. And thanks for listening.